Now, the truth is, I really don't care how you're doing. I, I just truly don't. Because if you are doing fine in Christ Jesus, then you're fine. But if you got personal problems, troubles, and issues with all we know, you're not doing too good, sounds like it's a personal problem. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We bless the name of Jesus. Now, you know, I care for your well-being, but, you know, as far as all this little stuff, you know. Hallelujah. Look at him looking at me. There's something that's uh, declining here. On Sabbath, we're supposed to be on our knees until service start. Okay. So that's one thing. That's one thing that's lacking in church today. You see, what happens is you'll get two or three people decline and, and start to break the tradition. You know, which is an honorable tradition. You know, try to come to church at least thirty minutes to an hour before time of service and pray. What's wrong with that? What's wrong? And then, but but we yet still we don't think it's defiance. If we get up 10 minutes before time or before a service start, we don't call it defiance because nobody's reproving. So where's the elders at? So that's why I see around here most of all the reproof and rebuke is left up to me because those who should be elders and stuff, when it's time for them to be elders, they want to be elders when it's time to be nice to you, when it's time to talk to you, when things are going well, but not when it's time to reprove, rebuke, and correct. So that's what's messed. That's the reason why this, this world and this church in this time, in the society that we live in today, along with all the other assemblies, uh, have these passive, hypocritical people who call themselves believers today. And that's the reason why the family is falling apart. That's the reason why no strength anywhere, because we fall for everything. We don't stand for nothing. Before I came up here, I went down and I was talking to Brother Doug. And I said, Sister Ashley, come here. Come on in here, Sister Ashley. Sister Ashley came on in the room. I said, Sister Ash, you ever been hollered at um, during basketball? She said, huh, every day. Every day. See, some of you folks ain't used to that. True. He ain't used to that. I mean, I got hollered almost every day, and then I did all the hollering at almost every day. The, the, from the time I stepped foot in the military to, you know, you know what that is? Because, see, what they're doing is, it's just like a football coach or anything else. They are preparing you for a particular time. And they don't have time to play with you. And see, what happened to us, we've been too Americanized. I keep, you know, if as anybody can tell you what's wrong with the American spirit, it's me. I have been almost all over this globe in 10 years of what they call military service, which I still think is an atrocity. What, what good is it for a man to go out here and die for this defiled country and lose his soul? Get a flag draped over the coffin, and get your pitch up on the billboard, and then lose your soul for a drug, a drug uh, action that went wrong. Yeah. Yeah. America, Exxon Mobil made eleven billion dollars last quarter. Wow. America, land of the free, home of the idiots. I remember I had somebody try to take me on the chin once before about being an American. I said, okay, Mr. Patriotic, let's find out how American you are then. What have you done for the country? 
Well, I'm a citizen. I pay my taxes and all that. I said, that's all? I said, don't call this broadcast no more. Just don't even call. Click. And see, what happens is, if you start producing a people that is soft, they become sensitive towards, towards, they become very sensitive towards God, and they, they actually allow their hearts to get callous. And then they become callous towards sin in a reverse way, because devil work reverse psychology, and sin no longer has the effects on our mind that it should. Yeah. And we start to develop a, a spirit of toleration. Wow. Yeah. We begin to tolerate hypocrisy. We can tolerate liars. We can tolerate sin. We can tolerate iniquity. We tolerate transgression. And yeah. The other day we was in the house. And Lydia goes, oh, boy, I think I'm praying. Now, she was just playing. I know because she knows that's a farce from her. She was just playing. I know she was. I said, I said, well, that'll probably be the last day you'll left. And her mama go, she said, oh, no, 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 no. Now, you know that ain't going to happen with Lydia. Because Lydia is just, uh-uh. Uh-uh. She know the way. But I was also letting her know that, that even in that, don't even entertain a foolish thought like that, though. Even in foolishness. And ha, 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 ha. Oh. See, today it's not enough. Remember, I went to the Baptist church and I said, you know, one of the reasons why y'all got a lot of problems in here because y'all got a bunch of fornications in here. A bunch of fornicators. And of course, people start getting up, walking out the door. And, right. and I said, you don't see all that, preacher? Pastor, you don't see all that? <laughs> you have people in here bouncing all these bastard babies. Ooh, and then a few more people got them walking out the door. Now, what's wrong with me for telling the truth? What's wrong? Did I offend? See, if you offend, when the truth comes forth, you're guilty. You are guilty. And you stand guilty. And you stand in judgment of God's word, not the one who's delivering. But it's just a righteous law. If I came in and said, what a beautiful child this is. Y'all are doing a beautiful service by coming in here today. We, I hope we get to see y'all again. And I hope that y'all stay members of this prestigious institution we have here. <laughs> I will be a hireling. Yes, sir. <laughs> and not a preacher. Amen. Hallelujah, brother and sister. If the child's a bastard, they're a bastard because it's what the book says. Right. And if you want to stop all this out of, out of sex before marriage and stuff, you start talking about the sin. That's in the church, and that'll stop all that nonsense. And if it won't stop all that nonsense, you give them first admonition, second admonition. After the third one, reject. Send them on out to go. Let them go somewhere else and pollute some other sanctuary. Hallelujah. And I promise you, when I stand before the king, he'll say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. Now I'm going to make you Lord over a lot. You know why? Because you got the gumption and the audacity to be able to stand for righteousness yeah. and holiness in a wicked and perverse generation. God didn't say warn the world. He said warn my people of their transgressions. My people. And, and the church got a, a bunch of them. So we do a good job to make sure we come here not feeling like we've arrived. We, we, we still got to strive earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered unto Satan because you know none of us have resisted under blood striving against sin 
Now, none of us. No, no, we haven't. No, we haven't. No, sir. No, we haven't. See, we, we don't need to do our brothers and sisters, especially our Messiah, a dishonor who went before us and shed blood for this, this word. This, we, need, we are keepers of the truth, brothers and sisters. And it takes a sincere mind to be a keeper of that truth. And it's that generation we're living in. I keep telling you, that's a temptation to assimilate. Amen. Anytime you step outside this gate, you go out there and stuff, and you see all this. The Bible says that Lot vexed his righteous soul daily. Every time I go into Walmart, it's a vexation. That's why I try not to go in that much. It's a vexation, though. I got all these people prancing around like they are children of the king and they're children of hell. Ooh. That's why we're going we're gonna to probably buy that radio station up here so we can run everybody off of that LaFayette station. Run them all off. You see, the way I talk, this is how you get fulfilled. You get to fulfill the same life as your brothers that went on before you. Amen. They'll put you to death for it. Yes, they ain't going to have no man away from Get away from me. You got them. Right. Fear not the one that's able to destroy the body. Amen. Fear the one that's able to destroy both body and soul in. That's the one you fear. Amen. There's a conclusion to this whole matter. And that's to fear God. Keep his commandments. It's our whole duty, brothers and sisters. Our whole entire duty. But I promise you, you develop a love like it for him. Just go back and stay in the songs and proverbs. You won't sit up and you won't tap dance and play around with sin and iniquity because it would be your ruin. Yes, sin would ruin you, brothers and sisters. Amen. They, amen. amen. Now, don't worry about it. I know how to behave. But when talking to the disciples, you get it. Amen. That's the way I get it, so you get it that way. <laughs> Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for your truth and your words. Speak to us your words of truth and let these sayings seek deep down in our heart so we can live for you. Be the salt of the earth like you commanded us to be, to bring forth your word, your honor, your name, and glory and honor. We'll bless you for all things in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to talk about the rains. The rains, not the, oh, rains. Has to go on. Okay. Y'all still love me? I don't care if you don't love me. You are commanded to love me just like I'm commanded to love you. Now, y'all got to understand my thought here for a second. If I ask y'all a question now, turn and say, I don't care. I really, truly don't care because if I start caring and start taking thought, then I will be controlled by you. And you will be controlled by me. But when we do something that we are automatically commanded to do, amen, we don't have to worry about a spirit of control. Or I got a, something in my pocket or a trump card for you. Y'all understand that, right? See, we are commanded, isn't that right? Love the brother, isn't that right? So, so if somebody say, if I, you know, if you get finished, do you, do you still love me? No, no, you better, you better not care about that, because you putting yourself in a bad situation. It makes no difference what they do. We are in a covenant relationship. Your brother and sister default and renege on the contract and the covenant of love. You are bound by the law to keep that contract. That's what God did. Hmm? God loved us unconditionally. He loves us unconditionally. Amen. He has never once went back on that. You look at this thing. You ever have to worry about him leaving you. 
There will be always man leaving him. You, he would never leave you. No But what people don't tell you is, is that how man will leave him. See, that's what they don't tell you. See, I'm one of the few preachers ever said, once I'm committed to you, you don't ever have to worry about me. I will never break that covenant. The only way that covenant will be broke is when the breath go out of my body. Y'all brothers have been around me 14, almost 15 years. 14, have I held true to that? With every situation, circumstance, have I not? I love, just like I learned it from him. And that's the way I am. That's where you need to be, brothers and sisters. And then you understand what it means to be a child of the king. Amen? We're going to learn about reigns, okay? We know in 1 Thessalonians, anybody know what the reigns is that the Bible talks about first? Anybody? Mother Stalin's got her hand up. It's Brother Shane. Brother Shane, what is it? Reigns of the heart. Reigns of the heart. Do y'all know that our heart actually has a... What the Bible calls reigns, but the, the reigns that it, it talks about um, is, is the, the kind of reigns that has to do with the seat of our emotions. You see, you can stay beloved and stay in good health when you can understand that there's a spiritual connection between your attitude, your emotions, the way you carry and conduct yourself. Yes, Are you following me? Yes, Your body's a barometer to the spiritual realm. Yes, you follow me? You see, the one thing about medical science is they refuse to make this connection because they're not born again. They're not born of the spirit. So they can't make that connection. You understand that? Yes. So we can. So, you know, like the other day I, I mentioned to a lady, you know, because we have certain situations now, like Brother Doug and Diane, which we just unavoidable, right. which I told you is fine by the Lord. You understand what I mean? So a lot of people, they thought I was anti-doctor. I'm not totally anti-doctor. If, like, if your leg is almost laying on the side of the road, just like Brother Doug was, you don't see me kicking, I'd be stupid to say, oh, we don't get no doctor. Get my brother up out of here. That's crazy. That's why you need to go back and read the book in Apocrypha. It tells you about it. You need to go and read the Psalms. It tells you about it. Hallelujah. Amen. Wisdom principal thing. Yes. But there's an association of these things right here. The battlefield, the battleground where the enemy attacks. Remember, when Adam and Eve, when they first was up on the scene right here, they only had one way to think. And that way was righteousness. That way was holiness. And that way was peace. Amen? We don't have a second room, so you may have to Take her out there or take her somewhere else because the people need to hear this and they don't need to be distracted. I guess we need to go ahead and get that wall up, brothers, so they don't have to move out of the sanctuary. Amen. Um, the, um, Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve only had one way of thinking that was righteous, holiness, and true. Now, what happened was is when that other voice came in, it caused them to be double-minded. Anybody know what the Bible says about double-minded? What does it say, Brother Rich? Unstable in how many ways? All his ways. So you see, we, we became a very unstable people. You know why? Because see, now we, we remember the Satan put it forth. Ye shall be as 
God's knowing good and evil. God only intended for us just no good. But when the temptation comes, then we end up knowing evil. That's what causes us to be two-spirit. That's what causes us to be double-minded. See, because now, you ever try to do something righteous and stand for righteousness? You know you need to, but then there's that temptation there. There's that apprehensive there. That apprehensiveness come there. Oh, you understand what I mean? That's because of that other nature that came in at the fall. See, you didn't have the ability... Adam and Eve didn't have the ability to even think that way until sin, the Bible says, entered into the world. You understand that? Sin entered into the world. So a double-minded person is unstable in all of their ways. Now, God hates a false balance. So what happens is at the born-again experience is then that, see, we were all just one-minded. Then, believe it or not, before you knew God, you was all just one-minded. He was on Satan's side. Yeah. He gives us his spirit. Now, here we are. we're still dealing with two, two right here. But what he's trying to do is get, he hates a false balance. The balance, he don't want you to have equal thinking for him and equal thinking for Satan. No, he wants this one to be just like this and his thinking just like that. And that's what he calls a good balance. <laughs> I call it a good balance too. You understand what I mean? See, some of us have been around long enough. We've experienced sin. We know what sin is all about. And it ain't nothing but a setup. Don't be deceived by sin. Because there is pleasure in sin. That's the reason why we take it every chance we get. Because the body of sin loves sin. It will take it every time. Every single time. What it doesn't show you is the end of the matter. It don't show you all the destruction that's going to come with it. Amen. See, that's the deceit of it. Yes, sir. That's true. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So, so, see, when you are armed with that knowledge, then it's, it's kind of hard for you to be destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Because remember, God's people are destroyed for what? A lack of knowledge. So then the devil has to come at you using devices, yes, cunning vices, Amen. wicked ways, you know, ways, enticements, sure. temptations, and because he said, you know, come on, come on, come on, you sisters. There ain't no way that, that y'all going to fall by a man. You got too much in your head now. You brothers ain't no way you're going to fall by a woman because you got too much in your head. Huh? But you will fall by a bowl of ice cream. That could be more destructive than a man or a woman. Oh, come on, brothers. Amen. Yes, sir. See, see. Come on. What does it tell you when you're giving over the appetite? Put a knife to your what? You better start slashing. <laughs> Cut it off. You see what I mean? Because see, that thing can turn around and make you obese, but the obesity ain't the part of it. It's the lethargic spirit towards God. To where you're no longer keen and discerning. You can't even see afar off no more. And see, but that ice cream show does taste good, boy. In part. In part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when that body starts telling you, it's time to go get some ice cream. Just like it would if you were smoking a cigarette or you was drinking some drinks or something like that. All this mess you shouldn't be doing. But if you turn around, you do all this stuff and your body. You remember, anybody ever smoked a cigarette before? And you remember that body and said, okay, it's time to get a cigarette. And you just took off without question. I feel like I need a cigarette. Same thing that person smoking a cigarette through the... They feel like they need one too. See, that devil's a lie. 
Yeah, smoking that cigarette may seem like it's pretty pleasurable, but he don't show you the end of it. Uh-oh. He wants you to do it long enough to you can get a hook in your jaw. To where if you try to resist him, you can't no more. See, now we can be holy. Which I had a, a guy try to be an advocate of the devil a long time ago. He said... He said, ha, ha, you preachers and everybody, y'all think y'all something, huh? I said, not no more. You already gave me all the credit I need. Why well, I need to think of myself something. You already gave me everything I need. <laughs> he started looking. He goes, he said, see, y'all think y'all are able to overcome and all this other stuff. You, you, you can't smoke cigarettes like I can. I said, yeah, I can. Matter of fact, I used to smoke cigarettes. I said, I'll tell you what the real test of a man is, is not to be able to destroy your body. Yes, sir. Amen. I said, come on, y'all, how, how about we go on a 20-year quest for that? Hmm? Oh, you can't. I said, hey, I smoked before. I know what it means. Huh? But have you ever not smoked? You one of them little boys sneaking out when you're eight years old, stealing your daddy's cigarettes, wasn't you? See, you're bound. I'm free. It's tougher to be free than it is to be bound. It's easy to be bound. Yeah. See, obeying sin, no problem. Your, your test and trial is going to come with obeying righteous. Amen? amen? But there is a connection there. Amen? There's always been a, a spiritual connection with feelings and emotions, just that very few people have told us about them. I tell people all the time, uh, how old is, um, what, what's your daughter's name? Bro, Shane? Afia. Afia. How old is Afia? Over a month, I said from one month old, must long as you 80 yet. 80. Hey, she'll be 80 years old in five months. I said nobody has one, what you call those things, prescriptions? Nobody. You ever known a little simile like that? And they'll say, look, where y'all do that? I said, we know somebody named Jesus. I said, that ain't nothing just but simile. I said, there's people all across this land that's got the same testimony. But what they've done is stop doing what you're doing. You can't do the things you've always done and expect change. You've got to change. The, the doctors can't be the pastors and the psychologists. Uh-oh. That's why I preach so hard about men, being men and elders being elders. Well, amen, brother and sister. There ain't no man going to follow no weak man if he ain't standing for nothing. You can sit up there and try to scream and holler about a position all day long. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. We'll read on. We're going to go to Proverbs 420. And it says, my son, attend to my words. Incline thy ear unto my sins. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life unto those that, look at this, find them. Have you ever found the word of the Lord for yourself? You ever find it? Did it bring life to you? Did it, did it bring life to you? His words, are bring, they actually do bring life. If you were dead in something, they would actually make you alive. Huh? And health, look at that, to all their flesh. You hear that? And health unto all their flesh. You understand that? So there are many, many reasons why people are sick today. But let me go ahead and, and get on with the range here real quick, all right? Now, 
Proverbs 4.23, and I'm going to give you time to get there, okay? Proverbs 4.23. Deal with something right here. It says, keep thy heart with all what? Diligence, for out of it are the issues of what? Out of the what? The heart. The heart is, what is the heart? Anybody remember what the heart is? Brother Shane. Yeah. You see that? It's the understanding. You follow me? Do you know that's what your soul is? Have your soul, has anybody's soul ever felt pain before? Sure. See, you know, we're going to associate pain with this natural flesh right here. We're talking about emotional pain. Pain that people can't see. But yet it's causing all kind of destruction, brothers and sisters. Proverbs 14.30. We're getting to something. A sound heart is the life of the what? Flesh. So that means if you uh, have unforgiveness, resentment, bitterness, anger, guilt, shame, <laughs> jealousy, hatred, uh, gossip, slander, and tail-bearing, and, and all this other stuff, there's no way that your flesh can be in soundness. Because, because you see, what's going on is there's an opposition against God's kingdom. Because God doesn't teach us to be that way. God teaches us to trust him. It's a temptation of the flesh to actually, it's easy for the flesh to fall into those things. You understand that? So, a sound heart is like the flesh, but envy the rottenness of the what? Then people wonder why they got osteoporosis. A lot of people wonder why they got every allergy that there is. You see, because the bones carries, is, is, the, is the, where the production of the immune system start in the marrow. Yeah, I'm sure y'all know this, right? Y'all understand that? So if you see people falling prey to sickness all the time and stuff, it's because there's something going on. There's a lot of connection that is going on when people, you know, preachers hadn't told us over the years that envy is sin. Jealousy is sin. Resentment is sin. Lying is sin. Slander is sin. Gossip is sin, backbiting is sin. All this is stuff that is destroying our souls. Yes, if we tolerate this stuff, even including an evil thought that goes unchecked and you don't do nothing about it. Amen. When the Bible teaches you to cast it down, yes, because that's, that's a thought that is, is resisting and opposing the holy, righteous kingdom of God, which is in you. Amen. It's trying to impose its will upon you. So you've got a lot of standing to do. Amen. Hallelujah. Proverbs 16, 24. That's the reason why that when we're kind-hearted one to another, hallelujah, it, it makes a real big difference. We're supposed to do good, especially to the household of faith. Because we're going to be in the kingdom. You understand that? I mean, I will bend over backwards to help the household of faith. I will. I'll do good to all men, but it's, when it comes to the, the household of faith, especially for them, I will. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. See, you begin to understand the word when you do it. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Watch this now. Pleasant words are as an honeycomb. Sweet to the soul. Don't they sound good? Don't they good? And look at this. Health to the what? Bones. That's the reason why if you feel something coming up on you, last thing you need to do is give the devil place. And start talking about how you feel. You need to start speaking life, brothers and sisters. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Hallelujah. 
I didn't say don't ignore reality, but you do need to speak life. Yes, sir. Yeah. Amen. Uh, amen. See, we, we make the connection also. Don't you know, that's why it's good if you ever have a conflict with someone. That's why it's good for you to try to just, just let that thing just diffuse itself and, and let the people, if they're angry and in a rage at you, whatever you can, and all that you can, let that thing diffuse and go on. Whatever you can, don't you get mixed up in a bunch of trading the words. There's more to it than meets the eye. Don't you dare get mixed up in a bunch of trading the word. Well, I got to get the last word in or whether the soul is being tempted. because no, Let that thing diffuse and let it go on because, see, chances are somebody going to go. And if you ain't up on your prayer, they're going to start sending curses your way. That's why you start feeling all these attacks coming up on you. Where that thought come from? Where that come from? How would you know if somebody's praying against you if you're not keen in the spirit? How would you know how to react unless you know how David did it? Yes, sir. Oh, come on. See, there's more to it, brothers and sisters. I'm sorry, but the Bible does warn us of false brethren, false prophets, false teachers. Amen. Yes, it does. Hallelujah. Proverbs 17, 22. Y'all write these down, okay, so we can move on. A merry heart doeth good like a what? Medicine. A medicine, but a broken spirit drive the ball. Anybody know what a broken spirit is? That's right. Anybody? What is a broken spirit, Brother Rich? Uh, a broken spirit is just uh, uh, a spirit that's just riddled with, with uh, sadness and overmuch sorrow. And that's a good example, is it not? Why? Because that is the opposite of the kingdom. Yes, sir. Amen. Well, now, we're not talking about the time when you're supposed to be mourning. Yes, sir. That's a time for that. If, if a loved one dies, there's a time to mourn. Yes, Isn't that right? Yes, sir. Yeah, but see, your spirit, is, there's a breach going on there. Yes, sir. And you need to guard that, brothers and sisters. Yes. You need a really true, I, I would say, you pay more attention to the things you can't see rather than the things you can see. Yes, sir. Very good. You do that, brothers and sisters, and you'll keep your soul well. Amen. Hallelujah. And not only that. Your life in good, in, uh, in really. Proverbs 23, verse 7. <clears throat> For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, saith he to thee, but his heart is not what? With thee. Proverbs, 25, Proverbs 12, 25. Heaviness in the heart of a man maketh it stoop, but a good word make it glad. Did y'all hear that? But a good word make it glad. Now, reigns in the scriptures, I went to this little bit about the heart and the bones there for a minute. We already understand it. We know that. But reigns in the scriptures carry the meanings of, look at this. It could be actually something to where you are, uh, are, are girding up yourself with or depending on the, what word. Because remember, it's not like the English language where one word is the same for everything. Yeah. You know, the, the English I guess it's the reason why it's called Babylon, huh? Anyway, praise the Lord. Enough of me bashing English. Hallelujah. But um, reigns, it, it also carries a meaning. Look what it says. The, the Greek word for it <clears throat> is in the Strong's 3629. You need to write that down so you can make sure you go check it out now. But look what it says. It, it says it's the meaning of the kidneys, an essential organ. It also means the mind or the innermost self. You hear that? 
So what is it trying to tell us? It's telling there's a connection there between it, our, our, or our internal organs, yes, sir. and our thoughts. Yes, sir. There's a connection there. See, when we start paying attention to this, then we can actually control how we behave. You know, a lot of us don't have control over how we behave. We have selective control. Uh-oh. And then at the time of temptation, we lose control. Come on, brothers. God wants us to be some sound people. Amen. Hallelujah. God knows and he tries. That's what he says. He doesn't tempt, but he does try. See, a lot of times we are being tried in our innermost Thoughts and feelings by God. Okay. A lot of times we don't realize it. Everything is a devil. Everything's a devil. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. Some of the things you're just being tried to see where you at. It ain't that God don't know where you are. He wants you to know where you are. <laughs> Come on, brothers. You know, pride is an unrealistic. We talked about that this morning, right? Pride is an unrealistic what? View of what? Of one's self-worth or conceit. Yes, sir. Amen. 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 Isn't that right? Yes, oh, yeah. I had one guy talking. He said, you know what? You sure are a prideful man. I said, I am. I said, show me how I cannot be. He goes. I said, now let me tell you something. Can I tell you what you are? He said, well, I said, you are a dumb man. Because what kind of man are you to go around and tell somebody, accuse somebody of something, but yet you have no solutions for them? Come on. Amen. Mm -hmm. Very good. You be better off keep your mouth shut. Yes, and sir. you ought to thank God that I know what I'm doing. Because I could have left cursing you and put curses on you. Yeah. Just with negative words. Yes, sir. Them demons are just waiting for the attack. Yeah. Come on. Amen. You better thank God I know what I'm doing. I bet y'all wonder how I get into stuff like this, don't I? I never get angry at him. I really don't. I never really do. It is, but it is a war. All right? But watch this now. So God does try our innermost thoughts, our feelings, our purposes of the soul. Job 16, 13. Listen to this scripture. And then we're going to go to Job 19.27, okay? Job 16.13 and then Job 19.27. Now, the term or for reigns is a Hebrew idiom, idiom, idiom. For innermost thoughts and feelings. It says, his archers compass me round about. He cleaveth my reins asunder and doeth not spare. He poureth out my gall upon the ground. Now, read in context, because remember, we went over that. Remember, we got this big old nine-hour teaching on Job, all right? And read in context, but it's, this is talking about the actual kidneys, the seat, and the emotions, and the affections. Yes, sir. Y'all see that? So the reins in this area right here is talking about your emotions and affections. See, they're tied to it, because in the Hebrew... 3629, kidneys, emotions, affections. Just like envy is as rotten as to the bones. If you don't know rotten bones, then stop being envious. Amen. Hallelujah. Stop being jealous. Stop having secret jealousies, hidden jealousies. Uh-oh. Amen. Mm-hmm. 
Stop covetousness too, because covetousness is idolatry. Yes, sir. Yeah. Amen. Uh, amen. Yeah. Amen. Job nineteen twenty seven says, "Whom shall see? Whom I shall see for myself, and my eyes shall behold, and not another. Though my reins be consumed within me, though my seat, though my emotions, though my affections be consumed in me." See, this is not talking about a pleasant situation right here. Now we go, we're gonna go to Psalms 9-7 and then Psalms 16-7. Alright. Now let's see how the Psalms talk about it. And it's still using the same word. I'm still on the same word of rings that has to do with the kidneys and has to do with the innermost um, of motions and affections. Oh, let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end. But establish the just. For the righteous God trieth the heart and reigns. Who does? Yeah, God trieth the heart and the reigns. So learn how to properly put in order what emotions you're dealing with at a particular time. Do you understand that? Don't blame devil for everything. Could be God, and you don't want to call God the devil. You don't want to call the Holy Spirit. Come on, brothers and sisters. You don't want to misbehave. Come on, that's just the truth. See, a lot of times we pray, Lord, give me patience. And then the first thing he do is send somebody to try it. And you forgot all about it. You just got finished asking for patience. And then he's going to send the person you don't like the most. The one you hate, you can't, you don't really hate them, but you just can't stand them being around. And then you, you forgot all about you asked for patience. How you expect one just drop it on you? Without any trial? See, that's an American spirit. Gimme, 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 gimme. Oh, praise the Lord. Anybody ever pray for patience? You ever try it? Huh? And then it seemed, you ever prayed and asked anything for God, and then all of a sudden it seemed like, man, all hell just broke loose. Yep. <laughs> it looked like hell done come from up from the center of the earth. Yeah, yeah. Like, man, I asked God for patience. Now I got all these demons around and all these folks, and every folks attacking me. And what did I do? You asked for patience. You pay attention to the Holy Spirit, he'll tell you. You do have the ability to hear from the Holy Spirit. Yeah, you do, brothers and sisters. You, you actually really, truly do. It's just that we can't quiet ourselves enough. Because we're too busy with the symptoms. We're too busy with the voices. We're too busy doing what we want to do rather than be still. Hallelujah. Quiet ourselves. Amen. But God, trial the heart and the reins. Now remember, over in Jeremiah, I think it's Jeremiah 17, 9, right? The heart is deceitful above all things. Desperately wicked. Who can know it? And then it goes on, I, the Lord, try the heart and the... Yeah, he's trying the emotions. He's trying the affections. So a lot of times we think that when our emotions are being tried, are you following me? We, we calling it, where the devil attacking me. Think about this. How many times do you probably call God the devil? Why? Think about that for a minute. That's just the truth. Amen. See, you got to know the difference between being tried, you understand, and being tempted. Yes, sir. Yes. Amen. 
you're going to do a good self-evaluation. Now, wait a minute. Uh, on these particular emotions right here, let me see. Now, am I dealing with this emotion because, because um, of this situation over here? You know, if you're angry, you're going to deal with uh, some resentment against someone. Isn't that right? Are you following me? So you're going to evaluate that. Am I angry? Um, and then this thing is leading me towards despising, towards resenting my brother or sister. Hmm? Uh-oh. Or am I disturbed about something that I don't understand and there's really no cause, but I feel myself being tried? Uh-oh. So you're going to be truthful with yourself. We're on the time of Passover. It's time for us to examine ourselves anyway. Isn't that right? Time for us to examine ourselves anyway. We should really be under the magnifying glass of our own self. Isn't that true? Hallelujah. See, God tells all this because he don't want us emotionally disturbed. He don't want us two-spirited. He wants to know who he is. He wants to know his voice. A lot of people, you wouldn't believe all the traffic that go through people's minds. They, can't, they don't even know who he is. Uh-oh. Praise the Lord. Psalm 16, verse 7. I will bless the Lord who have given me counsel. My reins also instruct me in the night. See, my emotions, my affections, they actually instruct me in the night season. Let me tell you something. Anybody ever dealt with kidney infections before? Kidney infection. Huh? Uh, Sometimes, you know, this should be giving you some info. Check the emotions. And, and since in your case right there, you probably check something in the generation. You see what I mean? Check for it. Because if it ain't something you bought up on yourself, and if it, you know, if you, let's say if you never had a history of kidney infections, and all of a sudden you're getting them and stuff, chances are you're guilty somewhere. You just need to be honest with yourself. But if you've had a history of them, that means you done had a curse passed down to you. Somewhere, somebody in the family line did not know how to handle the emotions and um, the affections that when it was being tried by God. God doesn't tempt, he tries his people. You are going to come forth as fine gold. Yes, you are. Yeah, hallelujah, because he loves you. Amen. Yeah, amen. I don't blame, hey, I would love to, for him to just drop every, all the seed of understanding, everything on, well, I ain't got to do nothing. All I got to do is just live his thing holy with no problems. Man, that's the easy way, isn't it? Hallelujah. Psalms 26, verse 2. Examine me, O Lord. Do what? Examine me, O Lord. You remember when David said, search me? Oh God, and know my what? Today. Try me, oh Savior, and know my thoughts. I pray. I pray that. See if there be any. What, righteous and clean way of me? No, God, I want the magnifying on me. You need to actually start praying. Remember, I told y'all all of us some time ago, we need to ask God. To show us what is my hidden temptation. Yes. So it don't catch you unaware. Yes, you know, you want to, we're in a war, brothers and sisters. Yes, Hallelujah. We're already on the winning side, so we need to act like it. Yes. Amen. 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 Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. But anyway, Psalms 26, verse 2 said, Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Yes, 
So, so nobody get no nobody get to skate scot free from this thing. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Remember, the kingdom is something to be strived for, something to obtain. Amen. Try my reins and my heart. It's amazing how we keep seeing heart and reins together. Isn't that something? Heart and reins together. Only one we just hear in so far was Psalm 16, verse 7. Try my emotions. Try my affection. Remember, set your affections on things above and not on this earth beneath. And so if you think that your affections are on things above, God going to try to make sure to see if they're on things above. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, bless his holy name. I, you know, I love God that just, I love God that's just straightforward with us. Amen. He don't want us to be deceived. You can't help but bless his holy name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. You can't be no more honest and truthful and just than that. Son, I'm going to try you. <laughs> yeah, you say you love me, I'm going to make sure you do. I'm going to try you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say you love your brother too, don't you? I'm going to put him right in front of your face. <laughs> Hallelujah. I told you. Anybody, come on, let's, let's, let's everybody pass this one now. What's the one reason why? One reason why we cannot, if we have trouble and problem with our brothers, what's the one reason why we have difficulty loving them? Thank you. There it is. We don't love ourselves. Love thy neighbor as thyself. Love thy neighbor as thyself. The problem is you don't love yourself. Because everybody here will admit, I love God. First grade command, we all love God, don't we? Huh? 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 But that brother Doug, God, you chose him. I didn't choose him. Amen. He may be your son. I don't want him as a brother. Huh? Now I'll take brother Rich, I'll take brother Seth, but that I don't want him. That's how we will behave. Amen. Amen. I, I, I'll take, I'll take uh, brother Sammy back here. Take my young brother right there, look at him cool. I'll take him, but Man, that the brother Juan, I don't know, Lord, he, he looks funny. <laughs> we do things like that, I'm telling you. Unconsciously, we do things like that. Somebody don't look a certain way, we don't like it. Ah, nah, 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 nah. We put up these invisible walls. Hallelujah. But we are going to be tried. Now, what I'm trying to do today, brother and sister, see out of the heart and see how that our, our emotions and affections are connected to whatever may be going on in here. You follow me? It ain't all. See, we all, we eat pretty good here. And we eat pretty healthy. All right, you understand what I mean? So if we end up with a lot of trouble, then it, 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 come on, brothers and sisters. We're going to have to get real now. We ended up with some, we end up with kidney infections. If we got something like that around it, something's wrong. Start connecting. You're not passing God's test. Don't call it the devil either. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, come on, brothers and sisters. Amen. We just talked about how God, we're reading the script, he's the one going to try this. Yes, Is that right? Yes, sir. All right, watch this one. Uh, Psalm 73, verse 21. It says, now I, I gave a strong 20, 36, 29, right? Yes, sir. 
Kidneys, a physical organ, literally, a seat of emotion and affection. It says, thus my heart was grieved. Listen to this now. And I was pricked in my reins. Y'all ain't never felt, sometimes you walk around, you feel, you feel a little, ah. Oh, yeah. What in the world? I must have stressed the wrong way. I must have got out of bed the wrong way. I must have bent the wrong way. We got to. Oh, never. Come on, brother. Come on, brother. We look, come on. We like to rationalize everything, don't we? Oh, no, we rationalize everything. Amen. Sometimes I say, thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. First thing we'll do, we're going to go, we're going to run and get the outside vinegar. <laughs> Try to use it as a cure off everything. Up, oh, got up, 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 outside vinegar. Oh, Y'all, come on. Y'all ain't getting past me. He ain't getting past me. That's, we do things like that. Yeah, we do too. Yeah, we do. We do things like it. Look. Thus my heart was grieved. Didn't even associate it because this is happening because the heart was grieved. Amen. He said, thus my heart was grieved. But we don't read this three times. You just get it. Like, well, just come on. Man. At least you let everybody know. Good. Bro. Praise the Lord. And I was pricked in my reins. He said his heart was grieved. And he was pricked in his reins. Check for grief. And see what you're grieved over. Check for grief and see what you grieved over, okay? Instead of feeling the prick and going straight to the, I better drink me up. A gallon load of distilled water. Come on, brothers and sisters. And better double up on the outside of vinegar. Come on. Come on, better get a kidney cleansed. Better start cleansing his emotions and his mind and his grief that you're doing. It starts there first. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Psalms 139 verse 13. For thou hast possessed my reins. Thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. You know, that's the one thing that they say um, in the medical profession. They say one of the first things to form is the kidneys. I, man, I say, man, what a connection. Then comes the heart. I'm like, that's too high for me because I ain't never seen nobody inside like it. Hallelujah. I remember when Chuck was born. Um, oh, yeah, Chuck, he said he's going to be here this Sabbath. Chuck got a lot of obligations, ain't on him no more. Ain't it right? He's taking care of his grandmother, running back and forth and stuff, you know what I mean? But so Chuck be here this Sabbath. But I remember when, when I saw Chuck coming out because I was helping Carol. I was grabbing the back of her neck. Come on, push! 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 And then she kept doing lips like this, my dog. Next thing you know, she had one of them big African lips like that. It was bent out. I said, stop that mess! <laughs> I guess that's part of the pushing process. I was doing my job, because, boy, I tell you, I felt like I'd been through World War III. <laughs> Look. 
Her mama had already told her. He said, you know what having a baby like? Having a baby is like um, you um, taking your lips and wrapping around your head. I said, that's a good way to encourage you. <laughs> anyway, Chuck came on out, and boy, the way they treat him in the hospitals, boy, they just flap him around like Elias and them do these goats and stuff. <laughs> Y'all seen how Elias disciplined the goats? Huh? He'll take them goats, tie them up just like this. <laughs> I mean, wrap cords all around them, and then beat them with a stick when they get too bad. And then it's, I'm gonna leak it out until you get it right. <laughs> and that goat do the same thing the next day. I said, Elias, you dealing with a goat, son? <laughs> Oh, I said, whoa, boy, we better do something about you because, boy, you become a father. He said, that thing been naughty. <laughs> Ooh, Father. Amen. Proverbs 23, verse 16. All right. Uh, by the way, are we understanding this? Are we really truly getting this? Okay. Y'all tired already? You nervous? You biting your finger now. I just want to know if you're nervous or not. You ain't nervous? Okay, praise the Lord. I just want to... <laughs> All right, hallelujah. All right, Proverbs 23, 16. Yea, my reign shall rejoice. What shall rejoice? My reign. Yeah, but what is that? My emotions. My affections, thank you. Shall rejoice. Amen. Come on. When thy lips speak right things. Amen. Amen. That's an expression of emotion when you're, hallelujah, and you rejoice. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Praise the Lord. Yeah, it is. Amen. But see, what I'm saying, I want to bring this out right here. Remember when David said, so? Remember I told you what he's doing, right? He's actually telling himself what he's going to do in spite of the situation. See, you need to talk to yourself like that time. Sometimes you want to cut a fool. You want to cut up. Yeah, you do. And you need to actually tell yourself, now wait a minute, we ain't going this way today. Uh-uh, we're going this way. And then the struggle is going to become real. That's right. He said, wait a minute, I'm the one in charge of this temple here. You don't be telling me what to do. I'll tell you what to do. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Isn't that right? I remember, because um, y'all heard these stories before, I hear me, I'd be sitting on the couch or something, or I'd be in a dining hall, and they'd be putting ice cream out, and, and all of a sudden I'd hear something in my spirit go, well, guess time to get some ice cream. I said, boy, that's a surefire way not to get any. Yes, sir. That's my body talking. Because yes, yeah. he ain't getting none either. Because soon he said ice cream, sometimes I actually sit and wait and look at it just to see if I'm going to hear anything. Amen. Huh. Uh-huh. Okay, I ain't hearing nothing. If I don't hear nothing, then I'll go get, then I'll check it real quick. Mm-hmm. I'll get up and walk past it, see if I hear anything. Because see, your, your body won't try to play tricks too. 
Yeah. It's got a voice. I'm telling you, brother. Yeah, it does too. Because it'll go past and it'll say, you forgot the ice cream. I go, ha, caught you. Now see, I don't let all everybody in on this because then people think I'm crazy. But I'm telling you, this thing is real. Yes, sir. This thing is real. If it don't say nothing, if it don't say nothing, if I don't get any prompting or nothing like that, then I'll go get some if I want some. God gave us dominion and rulership over this temple. We are keepers of this temple. You have to deny yourself when you're fasting. You ever want to hear your body talk? Three, four day fast. That'll get it every time. I had somebody tell me, they said, man, medical science tell us clearly that you can't, the body cannot go three days without food, I mean, without water. I said, really? I said, I need to talk to Brother Shane. What do you need to talk to him for? I said, because me and him do it all the time. Brothers and sisters around him did it all the time. Three days, no food, no water. We went five days, no food, no water. Outside in the burning sun, cutting grass. I suppose we supposed to die, right? Somebody need to tell God. <laughs> and somebody need to tell him. Hallelujah. That's where the Holy Spirit comes in, brothers and sisters. He, he, he'll, he'll lead us. Amen. You remember that, that woman that they killed named Terry Shavo? Yes, sir. They put on a, a tube, right? Then they took a tube away from her. She lived 16 days without nothing. And they killed that innocent woman. Or did they? What did somebody had some hate for or something? Her husband. Is that what it was? Ex-husband. Where'd he get the authority? It was a legal husband. Yeah, he wanted to be an ex-husband. That's what it was. He was with another woman, and he already had two kids. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, it all comes out now, don't it? <laughs> my, my, my! Chicken's coming home now, isn't it? Well, well, you know the world. I guess they it ain't that dumb. I was said the children of the world are wiser than children of life, especially when it comes to stuff like that. Well, anyway, praise the Lord. Let's go on here. Let's finish up, all right? Jeremiah, what did I say? Well, what was I at? Okay, write these down. Isaiah, this is the one right here that is different. Isaiah 11.5. This one comes from the Hebrew lexicon, Strong's number 2504. And this one is reigns that has to do with girding up the seat of pain. It has to do with the girding up of the loins. And righteousness shall be the girdle of his loins. Y'all hear that? That's what this one is. And faithfulness, the girdle of his reins. Faithfulness, meaning righteousness is in the girdle. Yes, sir. Amen? Yeah. All right. And then when you go to, then we go to Jeremiah, write this down, Jeremiah eleven twenty. Jeremiah 12, 2. Jeremiah 17.10. Jeremiah 20.12. I'm going to read this one. But, O Lord of hosts, that triest the righteous. Did y'all hear that? 
Lord of hosts that tries the right and sees the reins and the heart. It's getting pretty detailed, isn't it? Let me see thy vengeance on them. For unto thee have I opened my cause. See, when, when, when um, you hear Jesus say, well, you hear it in the book, vengeance is mine, I will repay. You know, if there's something going on, why don't you turn something over to God? Now, you, hey, change all. You may turn something over to God. I remember one time I had this. Who was that? Who was that brother that was? Um, I mean, he just opposed me. Um, Frank Smack. Y'all know him. Frank Smack. He talked about me, called me everything but a child of God. And I said, okay. Looked at me. I said, okay. I said, I tell you what, we're gonna find out. Find out what? I said, we're going to find out who's God's servant. It's either you or me. That's for sure. Father, you heard what he said. Well, went down to Florida. A couple of guys got out a couple of tires and beat the fire out of him until his jaw was wired shut. Y'all remember that, don't you? I said, we're going to find out who God's servant is, ain't we? If it be me or you, if it be me, something bad. If it be you, something bad happened to me. Be you, something bad gonna happen to you. I wish it not, but you can't be going around messing around with God's preachers. You just can't do that, brothers and sisters. You can't do that. You can't even mess with God's people. Amen. That's right. You can't be just going around doing that. I mean, I'm sure if I was wrong in a situation, God would have rebuked me, reproved me. He would have did something. Isn't that right? Yeah. Hallelujah. Revelations 2, 23. <clears throat> I will kill her children with death. Hey, did somebody say Jesus? Jesus. He's still on the throne. He's still, a, come on, he's still a God of war, isn't he? Yes. <clears throat> and all the churches shall know that I am he which searcheth the reins and hearts. See, he's making a distinction there, isn't he? Why is the, somebody tell me why is the heart and rain so closely intertwined? Though? Go ahead. Well, it's, it's the, the whole heart, the, 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 the thoughts, the kidneys and stuff, it has to do with life and the blood. Yeah. The kidneys purify the blood. Mm-hmm. Amen. It's not the heart, the mind. Yes, sir. Is that not association in the scripture? Think about it now. Come on now. Is it not the heart that? Is it not? Is not the heart also the soul? Yes, sir. Come on, brothers and sisters. Mind, will, emotions. Think about it. You see what I mean? What is it telling us then? Telling us that the soul and the emotions are closely tied together. Ooh. You know, this is good stuff for us to meditate on. It really truly is. Look at this. And I will give unto every one of you according to your works. Notice, he's the one that's doing the trying, so he does know the works then, doesn't he? Amen. So we bless the name of Jesus. Anybody got any questions over anything that we went over? Anybody? Anything? Sister Barr. 
do three different, from what I think you told me, there are three different brains doing three different things. It's attached to the kidneys, it's attached to, I mean, the emotion, it means the emotions, and um, this last one was the third left the loin. And the, what was the first one, the heart? Okay, the reins, what we dealt with, all the scriptures with exception of Isaiah 11, 5, has to do with the affections and the emotions. Okay, the heart, which we didn't go over, we read some scriptures associated with the heart and bones and heart and reins, hearts and reins intertwined, but we also know that the heart has to do with the soul and the mind. That's how God is making the connection there. Okay, now, as far as the reins, as far as the girding up the loins, only in Isaiah 11, 5 is the only scripture I was able to come up with that had a different meaning for it, which was a protection of the loins. Because it says, and righteous shall be as the girdle of his loins, and faithfulness the girdle of his reins. Faithfulness the girdle of his reins. The faithfulness the girdle of his reins is talking about a faithfulness of how a person is keeping themselves. Hallelujah. Because we are charged to keep ourselves in the love of God. Isn't that right? So one way we can keep ourselves in love with God, because remember 1 Thessalonians 5.23, pray to God your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless until the what? Coming of the Lord. Your whole spirit, your what? Your soul, and your what? Body. Is that right? Be preserved what? Blameless. So that's a lot to be doing. So when he's talking about the reins, he's going off into the affections and the emotions. That's where God is doing the trying. Because remember, Satan is the one who mostly hits the spirit, the soul, and the body. Our spirit can't be touched by him so much, but he's hoping to expect, affect our spirit through the avenue of the body and the soul. Did y'all hear that? Our spirit is sealed until the day of redemption. Are you following me? But you can also, you can also remember... Who was that? Um, um, who was that that said that I will blot your name out of my book? Isn't that something? Huh? Isn't that something? See, so Satan, what he does is he tries to make a direct attack on the spirit. Because remember, to get the spirit to do what? To grow faint. To go back. Isn't that right? But to do that, he has to put so much on the soul. And the body. Because remember, when this body is hurting, you ain't never paid attention to the communication of the mind, the will, and emotion when there's a pain that's going on in this body. Boy, isn't it great. And then something, what is he trying to do? He's trying to get to your spirit to grow faint. Because remember, God would never leave us, but boy, if I tell you, Satan can tempt us enough drive us enough to where we can't trust God. That's what he's hoping for. Wears out by continual use and pressure. Amen. That's how he's planning on getting your spirit to make sure you're, not, you're falling out of God. Because you know a lot of people believe that once saved, always saved, I can't find it nowhere. I would love for it to be true personally. Because if it's once saved, always saved, that means I ain't got to do nothing else the rest of my life. I can go ride go-karts all day long. You know, if, if one saved, I always say it was true. I can just go ride go-karts. Go ahead.
the affections, and maybe even the meditations of the heart. Those are kind of like, uh, if you would equate that to, like there's an old saying to try the reins of a, uh, of a horse or something like that to see the performance of that, that animal. Is it, so God, it's, it's for the purpose of God, you were saying before, knowing and being experiencing what you're going to do under a certain situation. Yeah, you need to know when it's God trying you yes, or you're being tempted by the enemy. Do you understand what I mean? You need to know. So you need to know if the, if, the, if the way, normally if you're being tried by God, there's no condemnation in it. Yes, sir. I mean, that's just a real good, sure way to check it out. You know what I mean? And there's no guilt with it. Amen. You know what I mean? You may have, you may experience some uncertainty because you don't understand what's going on. You understand what I mean? But there won't be all the things that happen in the soul realm as you would get if you were being attacked by the enemy. Amen. You know what I mean? Because remember, there's no condemnation to them who are in what? So we, so we understand condemnation. We know what condemnation feels like, don't we? We know what guilt feels like, don't we? You know what shame feels like. So we know that God ain't going to lay no guilty on us. We, we, we'll be guilty of ourselves. But God ain't going to lay no guilt trip on us. God just deals with these people direct. Just like that. So a lot of time, what I'm saying is, is the rim. This thing is so big, brothers and sisters. It really, truly is. But this is how you can keep yourself, beloved. I wish above all things that thou's prosperous and be in health, even as thy. And the only way your soul gonna prosper is is through this war. It's through this war. You understand that? Hallelujah. So you can make yourself rejoice. Hallelujah. Amen. Because we're going to be tried. We are going to be tried. There was times that, that um, come on, was not Jesus being, was not his reigns being tried. Father, nevertheless, not my will, but remember, if it be possible, what's he doing? What's, what's going on there? You got that right. What, what's going on? Man, he got some emotion going on there. Watch me, man. Whew, I can see that thing fall off. I don't know if I don't feel all that. But nevertheless, not my will. But, but when Satan came, man, he knew who it was. He knew who it was. He, man, come on. He knew who it was when Satan came. And God, don't have you ignorant. Y'all know who it is. And if you don't, just meditate a little bit. Sometimes, you know, God, he, he, he on a different time schedule than we are. Amen. Hallelujah. We bless the name of Jesus. Yes, ma'am. So the actual word being reigned, mm -hmm. I mean, did the Jews think it either affected the emotions, Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Makes 100% sense to me. Amen. Now, you know, Eve, that y'all are so easily to be tempted in these areas. Men, they usually walk around their head up in the air. We walk around, I'm telling you, we walk around, y'all. 
And you be like, don't can't you see what's going on? And we be like, <laughs> and you actually have to get the attention of that man. Now I'm not saying he's some dumb brute. I'm just saying that remember, it was not Adam that sinned first, it was Eve. And since she's the weaker vessel, she's more tuned to being tempted. Are you following me? God's going to try everybody. Are you following me? So just know the temptation. Like I said, you can pretty much tell when it's God because when it's God, it's, it's peace. Amen. But he's going to try you, though. I mean, you may feel some discomfort because a lot of times, you have to understand, Aaron didn't, did not really want to make that golden calf. But because he wasn't strong enough, he made that golden calf. Did he not? Did he not? <clears throat> Tell me Aaron didn't know what was right. <laughs> then he turned around and told Moses, I'm weak. I'm not like you, brother, but I'm weak. Moses didn't want to smite the rock twice. But he did. God told him what? Speak to the what? And then Moses, through temptation of what? The people of the people allowed him to do what? No, no, had him do what? Smite the rock. He couldn't even obey God. See, so pay attention to this. Sometimes the temptation, sometimes the temptation can actually go past where we, not go past, sometimes the temptation can be so forceful that we can actually get it mixed up. I don't even know if I'm making sense to y'all. Let me give you another example. Pharaoh. Pharaoh, what did he want, not want to do? He didn't want to let the people go. But Pharaoh thought he was in charge of his heart. God told Moses, I have hardened the Pharaoh's heart. But how did he do it, though? Yeah, but how did he do it? With in front of Moses. See, because Pharaoh, he didn't care nothing about no God. He thought he was God. But he's looking at Moses. This is a battle between you and me. And you want to throw somebody else in. But he was so prideful and so stiff-necked and so stout-hearted. Are you following me? That look what happened. His emotions caused him to do what? Harden his heart. Which it wasn't there. That was God that hardened his heart. But he ain't of God. So he don't know that God hardened his heart. He thought his heart was getting hard on his own. But who's trying that heart? God was. It didn't say Satan hardened his heart. Say God hardened his heart. Uh-oh. Well, praise the Lord. That's the best definition. That's the best example I can come up with. <laughs> Amen. Is there anything else? Anything else? Man, don't hold mama hand down. Let her ask questions. You didn't think I saw that, did you? <laughs> Right. It was Moses was upset. You better believe it. Did not God tell him to speak? Yeah. You mean tell me if God tell you do something that somebody else can make you go? Mm -hmm. Come on. Yeah. 
If God told you to do something, you mean tell me that you can get your eyes on people and they can make you disobey what God got finished telling? Oh, mercy. Hallelujah. We love the Lord. Amen. Father, we bless your holy name. We thank you for this study here tonight. We really, truly do. Let these sayings sink deep down in our heart that we can bring forth fruit, Father. Hallelujah. That people will be glad to eat off these trees as we give them the knowledge of your kingdom and also ourselves. We'll bless you for all things, live for you, give you the glory, and worship and praise you. We thank you for it. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Dismiss in the beautiful name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hope y'all enjoyed that.